So AK, what's going on, mate? Um, not much, mate. Sunday night, had a very productive, very busy weekend. Um, pretty, pretty beat, pretty exhausted, to be honest. Um, but yeah, it's been good. What about yourself? I think just to, I think all our listeners will probably find it hard to differentiate between the start of our episodes. It just starts with Sunday night, <laughs> throwing in, oh, I don't know, was that episode three or 27? I just can't tell. Yeah, so, and also it usually tends to start with me saying that I'm exhausted because I've had a massive weekend. It seems to be another common trend, but... Yeah, but no, you hit the single digits this weekend yeah, again, didn't you? Yeah, I was, pr- so that I was, was pretty right. good. I woke up woke up early on, on Saturday and Sunday, got some breakfast in both days. Breakfast, not brunch, is always a good sign. Um, had a barbecue mm. with some friends and went to um, something called Festival of Dangerous Ideas on, on Sunday, which is uh, basically, think of it like a bunch of TEDx kind of talks. It was basically a bunch of keynote speakers and panellists discussing um, various political or philosophical topics. So very different to a get regular weekends out with the mates and drinking about town. Yeah. It was a much more cultured weekend, you know, maybe part of, part nice. of my Jesus transformation, um, you know, so part of my changing my image. Yep. Yep. You've got, a, you've gone a bit longer than three days. Um, yeah. But I must say that that vessel of dangerous ideas, it sounds like a really good pyramid scheme, mate. Festival, festival of, of dangerous one. ideas. Oh, <laughs> Oh, that sorry. Um, why does it sound like a pyramid scheme? <laughs> Just the way you, you sold it to me with the philosophical oh, yeah, and all the, the big words. Yeah. Sort of, um, yeah, make passive income on the side kind of vibes. Yeah, very, very fancy. <laughs> yeah, nice one, mate. Mine was pretty pretty good, pretty chilled. Uh, did a bit of work and things like that, but hopefully we'll go out and hit a few golf balls off a nice driving range this evening. Nice Had one. some... Uh, good catch-ups this weekend as well managed to have phone chats with most of my family so back home in oz so just some skype calls or just some yeah just in the old whatsapp gotcha. um yeah one of the one of the seven social media accounts types i i run <laughs> nice one on my phone <laughs> so um yeah a bit of text messaging with the dad and uh yeah, actually, that was uh, that was funny. Got into this, um, had this like one hour text message conversation with my dad, which is probably a world record. Yeah, I was gonna say your dad's all of it. Sort. My dad's still in the in the stage where he will kind of check his phone once a week um, and then go through and read all the messages in you know, our family WhatsApp and reply <laughs> to it. So I mean, kind of kind of nice. He gets a, you know big summary, gives a, gives his inputs at the end of the week, but not very useful for the actual purpose of a phone, which is contacting someone at a specified point in time. Because <laughs> if we yeah. ask him anything like, hey, can you pick me up from this location? You're not going to get picked up for another six to seven days, which is not ideal. And he'll, he'll reply in chronological order and say, Absolutely. yes. <laughs> oh, he'll be, and then he'll keep reading and goes, oh, it looks like you don't need to. Oh, looks <laughs> like you've been picked up. Oh, looks like you're really angry at me. <laughs> it slowly devolves as he gets uh, the yeah, slow motion response. So what about your dad seems to be all over the um, text message game? Yeah, well, the thing is, his last scene, because I usually message him on the weekend, so his last scene is usually about a week ago, but when I message, he's all he's on it, um, which I is like good. That. And it's That's nice good. to have a few messages. We're talking about... Um, yeah, some just nostalgic times, and uh, it was pretty funny. I think he was growing into enjoying the text message game, and he actually hit me with a 
a bit of, um, I don't know, sort of unironic abbreviation. Wait, um, what do you mean by that? <laughs> he gave me a bit of a, I think we've talked about this before, but the, the LOLs of the world, but he, oh, yeah, he just on. hit me straight up with a Ruffle Mayo, and mm. R-O-F-L-M-A-O. Your dad's been I, spending some time on comment. MSN Messenger, mate. <laughs> I hope not. Asking the people asking him the old ASL <laughs> twenty six male. <laughs> Love it. No. Um, but yeah, and then I was like, "Where did you learn that?" And his response was simply, "I've been around." Whoa, so, he's getting a bit. Of, he's getting a bit <laughs> he's, of sass he's about, about it, it as well. I mean, I wouldn't use what is it seven seven letters? You ruffle them out, yes, seven letters. seven letter ab- ab- abbreviation. Sort of more use that as an ironic kind of vibes. You know what I mean? So, How so? But he was serious about it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think, in, so I mean, it's kind of interesting how, uh, I guess, little internet or social phrases like that transform over time, right? So something like a ruffle mow. If that's the way that it's, <laughs> if that's the way that it's pronounced, R O F L M A O. Um, I mean, at the time it was invented, which was which was back in the M S N days, uh, it was completely yeah. legitimate. People didn't use it ironically at all. It was used in a pretty, you know, that's how you would say that you were laughing at something, is you would say L O L or you would say L M A O, and I don't know. But a did we use it unironically though, to I start th- with, think, or did it just become that way? Because I think, oh, because I I think. You know, it becomes normal. I remember using it a lot, and now it's all about the emojis because yeah. if I give you a tears crying um, <laughs> laughter, yeah. if I give you one of those, it's yeah. almost equivalent to a lol. Yeah. If I give you three, that's probably, yeah. you know, you can view that as a ruffle mayo. But Big question. I, do you think sideways laughing emoji is a stronger laugh than... <laughs> because <laughs> they only introduced that like maybe a year ago. And I was like, oh, what are they trying to do with this guy? I think, I feel like it's meant to be an, you know, it's an italicized laughter because the emotion is literally, <laughs> literally on an angle, which tends to suggest emphasis. I'm really, really looking forward to the bold one. Yeah. <laughs> Just a is it like a yellow. thick outline on the yellow? I don't know how it's going to work. <laughs> or the it's underlined emojis. <laughs> Oh, it's a good one. You were the first person to to use that in my uh, mainstream in my contacts, and it's oh, that's, actually that's as touching. you start using it, it becomes it's one of my most used now. Uh, it's almost my default laughter. Oh uh, yeah, I'm definitely a big fan of sideways or italicized laughing emoji. Um, yeah. I think yeah, I think it adds a bit more personality than the regular one. Do you think they maintain stats on the the fastest growing ones? You've like. Just it must open have my eyes. That's one. an excellent question. I would love to see the on statistics, year. emoji use statistics. I mean, definitely high growth because it didn't exist and now it exists. So some would <laughs> <someone> say <laughs> infinite growth is another way of explaining that <laughs> that increase in usage. Um, but definitely, it would be interesting to see how emojis have have changed. Um, they must have that data. Yeah, somewhere. I mean, they definitely do, right? And it would link back into our conversations we had about emoji use um, and when something... <laughs> could you imagine when all of a sudden, after a few months of emojis being out, the eggplant emoji started spiking? 
and they must have been wondering why why people were cooking with eggplants all of a sudden. But yeah. it's because the, older, the older generation is going and buying eggplant farm stocks. Oh. <laughs> why am I not rich? Absolutely, it's because as soon as these these work, these emojis start getting those additional usages, then yeah, it would spike up mm. a lot. But um, I actually had a friend who was doing an NBA. <laughs> Did I say NBA? Doing an NBA, <laughs> doing an he MBA. He was doing a basketball. <laughs> he was, yeah, I think that's how they say. He it. was doing a sport. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Do you play sport? Yeah, I do a basketball. Every <laughs> <weekend>, I think <laughs> approximately once every seven days I do one. I do one basketball. <laughs> nice one, man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she was doing an M- MBA and cool. uh, she got an internship during it at uh, mm. King Games and I think they make Candy Crush. Yep, that's And for two cool. weeks, her job was going to be like, you get to just put random objects in games. Like, you can put a giraffe and see how people react. Like, the data an- analytics ah. will tell you how they react. You know, it's pretty, pretty interesting Like, that is that. a really... <laughs> Really interesting job, like for an MBA candidate to do. Like, yeah. hey, I'm just gonna put like a beach ball in this, or like a italicized emoji, well, and just see how happy. You're you're simplifying it because I guess it sounds a little funny when it's dry, But that was actually one of the topics um, in my in the festival of dangerous ideas slash pyramid scheme that I went to this morning. Um, <laughs> was one of the topics was around big data and um, talking about how, what big data reveals about people. And one of the conversations about A-B testing, which is literally what your little MBA um, candidate is doing. So, for example, if you go to, um, what, what, what news site do you use over there in the UK? Do you still use Sydney Morning Herald or you go to BBC or something like that? Yeah, BBC is a cracker, yeah. So if you go to BBC and, and you check the headline there, you and me might actually see different headlines for the same article. Because BBC will show two different headlines to two different groups of users and then whichever one gets more clicks after like the initial say i don't know x hours or whatever they'll then or even maybe a few minutes i don't know how long they expose it for yeah they'll then yeah. use that as the headline that's because great they know, you'd get a big sample size wouldn't you quite well, quickly absolutely news sites. you drop yeah exactly you drop the news article um in two different sets of users and then as soon as you've got enough data you know, oh, this one's definitely taking the lead, then you just make that the only article. And then, you you know, you're, you're basically saying you, you're going to increase your expected number of clicks. So it, I assume it's the same for your old mate in the giraffe. The idea is that yeah. she's trying to do, you know, how, how do you basically improve engagement with Candy Crush by trying different opportunities, you know, different things. That's it. How, how much longer does someone play if I add in a giraffe versus if I don't add in a giraffe at a random time during the game? Absolutely. And <laughs> this isn't necessarily a question she would have dreamt about answering when she was growing up and deciding to study whatever she studied. <laughs> to, but... to, to do an MBA, yeah. <laughs> but it's actually, um, yeah, it actually raised a question about like why social media um, is so addictive. And, and the reason why is it's being constantly scientifically optimized to be addictive. Mm. So when we kind of sit here going, I can't believe you spend X hours, you know, scrolling through your Instagram feed or whatever, whatever it is that we spend time on. Right? It's a, there's a very good scientific reason for why we do that. Yeah. But going back to, um, going back to the, the dad using the, um, the ruffle mayo and, and I actually don't think so. When we used to use it back in the MSN days, I think it did start off ironic for us. Um, but then we just got used to it. Like we just got used to typing it, and it became normal conversational slang. 
And then do you think now it's shifted again? So it went I think from, it's out now. Yeah, exactly. So now it's ironic again. So you would never say Ruffle Mao now. Well, now because you've got the emojis. Yeah, exactly. So now it's become ironic again. It's kind of done the full circle. Has, yeah. But at first, so yeah, first started ironic and then you start using it like, oh, rolls on the floor, laughing my you-know-what off. Um, we keep it clean here. Yeah, um, and, keep it PG. Uh, <laughs> squeaky clean. Mm. Um, and then you just, you know, someone says something that is subtly funny, like not even that funny. You hit him with a ruffle mayo and it just goes on and on. Um, and I think that just becomes culture, I guess. So Wait, it becomes what, the culture of how you talk. What is the culture of how you talk? Using it normally because it's be- just through overuse, it's just become... When you use it, mm. so you use it so much ironically yeah, that it, it starts oh, becoming... It's like if people, no, when see, people say, yeah, that's good. bruh, like, hey, bruh. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. starts <laughs> off as a bit of like, a, oh, I'm saying bruh yeah. like, because it's ironic. <laughs> Other people say this and they're fools oh i'm i'm um, a guilty party if this is if this is a true trend because um for years is that how you started <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> i basically say things like lit and fam all the time um and initially it's actually just my mate in london knows you as lit fam guy <laughs> that's what he calls you <laughs> see i don't know if that's absolutely like, you know ak yeah lit fam guy oh, no. please tell me this is not true <laughs> that's true this is legitimately true <laughs> time for a bit of self-reflection well this is absolutely right so i use lit and fam quite egregiously <laughs> obviously um, I use it quite often um, and initially it was just because you'd see in like you know um, rap videos and in like just on websites and stuff online this kind of terminology I'm like well, the very first time I'd see it I'd be like you know what does that mean I'd look it up and I'm like oh that's lit <laughs> like that word <laughs> lit is lit I'm like fam this is lit anyway and then so I start <laughs> using it and when you first start using it people are like what does that mean and then you know you kind of it's a bit of a novelty and then you're absolutely right if I've now gotten to the point where I've used it so much it's become more than a culture it's become my identity Jared <laughs> I am literally <laughs> lit fam guy <laughs> <laughs> you probably love it as well oh god <laughs> like I mean, oh like... no what a shame I'm called lit fam guy <laughs> what? that's so lit fam <laughs> <laughs> I say lit so much that people in London call me lit fam guy. It's like, fam, that's lit. I'm, I'm global. I'm global. No, it's, it's true, but it's also a little bit sad that I've been reduced to six characters. <laughs> I've been reduced to two kind of well, slang words. Well, fam, fam, you can count that as a six-letter word if you're saying it's short for family. Yeah, so true. Nine letters, I'm but nine you'll letter. abbreviate them to six. But yeah, I would like to think, <laughs> I would like to think that my entire person and experience and history on this planet amounts to more than that two-word summary, but maybe not. You know how they add words to dictionaries in the future, like, based on culture and they say yes okay this word's used so much that it's actually become a part of culture so we'll add it in yep 100% lit is actually a word that doesn't mean oh true whatever (laughs) I don't know how to describe lit like I guess it's a synonym of kind of awesome and like fun well it's also a word that's completely independent to that as in this room is well lit (laughs) this room is well lit (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How you say it, I mate. mean the original usage of the word. 
<laughs> yeah, original is definitely you don't say it in that, that style. <laughs> but that's pretty good though. That's actually pretty funny. Like you could have you can two say the same people sentence. say the exact like, same sentence. It's like sentence. a dictionary says, okay, <laughs> lit, lit, use it in a sentence. <laughs> this room is well lit. Use it in a sentence. The new style, which means awesome party vibes. This, this room, room is well, well lit. lit. <laughs> but when they're written down, oh. only one of them's italicized. Like the well is italicized. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That's actually different uses of both the word well and the word lit as well. That's, it's, that's but, really you know, good. Uh, an old school one is the word sick. Like, oh, yeah, sick. true. Sick, bro. Yeah. Um, sick, actually, if you look that up in the dictionary, it, it may even be in there now as the positive, but it's, yeah. it was a negative, obviously, like, I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> and then now it's, I'm sick. <laughs> so that's another one. It's the exact same sentence. <laughs> Using two completely and different. And the dictionary just says one's, one's terrible and one's the best. <laughs> People learning English, like, what this is, is going so on? This is so confusing. I have no idea. That's actually, yeah, it's a good point. I wonder how many of these kind of cultural terms are just reimagined existing words. But I never, I hated hearing things like fam and um, sick and lit, but mm. you start then using them. And even, you know, one of the mates that I'm I'm working with in this business was, mm. um, you know, he's, he's a little bit older than me and he, he likes, he doesn't like the new school slang, but he said sick the other day as well. So... Mm. It, it happens, it just becomes part of the culture. Yeah, I guess anything's kind of hammered into enough or around enough or just kind of, yeah, in your in society enough, you'll eventually absorb it without realising you're doing it or not. Didn't, didn't you once... I remember last year you shared a few nice PowerPoint presentations. One was on, like, slang used in the, the office, like, ways to use different office slang. But then you also did one on contemporary slang ah yeah um so as a bit of context uh, so the one i did on office slang was was so you know we were both working consultants as consultants and consultancy and there's a lot of consultant buzzwords like you know pick the low-hanging fruit and you're kicking goals mates like mm. yeah i'm kicking goals so, you know a lot of like kind of mean nothing but touch yeah base. touch base kind of mean nothing but they use around the office a lot but so I did like a, a little fun one on that, um, just t- you know, telling my team about different words they can use. Um, but another one I did is, is is just to your point because all of this kind of cultural slang, um, I use it so often that I did a I did a presentation <laughs> to my team explaining what they all meant, so they could also un- a understand me in a, kind of a joking way, but also not joking because I actually do say it all the time, even at work. You basically were just trying to say, I want to, I don't want to stop saying these words, so I'm going to make you guys understand them instead 100%, of changing my ways. 100%. <laughs> so I did a, um, a presentation explaining, you know, what the word meant and um, I guess giving them an example of how to use it. So, um, for example, for lit, I said, used to describe a high energy or positive event can also be used to describe That's a person. A so, like, you know, just like a little bit of a... And just, like, kind of skimming through some other ones that we had was On Point or On Fleek. Hundo P, which is a banger, Ooh. absolute classic, 100%. Fleek, 100%. Fleek, hang on, Fleek was... Fleek's gone now, I think. Fleek was real short-term, hey. It was just, it was just yeah. in and around for a little bit, but, um, yeah. 
it had its moment and then kind of died away. Um, was a big woke moment, is yeah. a great one. You know, stay woke. That's still still relevant, mm. still used a lot. Um, and then there was a bunch of acronyms. Do you think you could, you know, the Google search, you can see trends over yeah. time. We should look at these ones like lit, um, fam, Fleek would be definitely a spike. It would look like an, an earthquake, I think. <laughs> fleek, was, like fleek was literally that video or that meme where it was like eyebrows on Fleek. And then it was just like that. And then it just disappeared. <laughs> but it, yeah, it didn't really stick around, did it? Oh man, now now my Google history search history says use of lit over time. Like this is going to be on my permanent record. <laughs> that I'm searching the historical <laughs> historical use of the word lit. What's wrong with me? Anyway, I guess that's why they call me Lit Fam Guy. <laughs> so Google and Gram Viewer. So you can... Oh, no, that's searching books. How do you search Google searches? Isn't it Google Trends? Google Trends. Yeah. That's, again, yeah, what, one, that's of, one, one of the topics that this guy was talking about. Saying how Google Trends tells you more about society than people do themselves because people lie in surveys, but Google Trends never lies. Mate, it's unbelievable. It's outrageous, the, the spike. What am I looking at? On Fleek? On f- Wow. Interest. Oh my god! It's literally just a spike. This is incredible. <laughs> it's, it's it's completely flattened in the spike. Flat. But I thought it was more. I thought it was more recent. Uh, more like longer term than. I'm looking at the past twelve right, months. That doesn't make sense. Seems, no, it was definitely 2004 ago. to present. Yeah, you want to go? Oh, no. Okay. So what it looks. Oh, okay. This is hilarious, man. We've. <laughs> this is absolutely hilarious. We've got the twelve month view has a massive spike. Yep, in in like. Yeah. July 2018. Yeah. If you go back to the I'm 2004 at, I'm at it now. to present, go on. <laughs> it starts off. It just explodes in November 2014. Stays up for about a year and then starts to tail off. But it had like hey, a but what's this little resurgence? What's going on here? I don't know. July 2018 on flicks, jump back up. That is interesting. That is some good qualitative metrics to come <laughs> I, okay so related queries eyebrows on fleek was the breakout eyebrows on fleek mean what does fleek mean what does on fleek mean I mean that is that's what I would have been typing I contributed to a few of those ones alright so what was the other one you wanted to look at lit lit yeah and this is a good one because you'll actually see people searching just for you know lit yeah this normally. is just yeah so you can see lit normally <laughs> up till about <laughs> i'm gonna still... say what are you saying like 20 <laughs> late 2014 yeah, is... it has a little spike and, and then, then it, it keeps going up and and now yeah the last few years it's, it's quite linear quite yeah quite linear. things were not things were not lit in the summer of 18 <laughs> and now they're sort of getting <laughs> lit again well, Northern Hemisphere. No, summer. exactly. And you'd expect it to be higher usage in the United States. So I think it's ironic that winter is actually more lit than summer, you think. <laughs> so. Well, you, maybe they're lighting their fireplaces. Is that fireplace lit? Oh, my God. Mate, it is it lit. Is lit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, here's another one I've just thought yeah. of. The word bay. Hey, fun because fact. Because that was a... Oh, not fun fact. Pop quiz. Fact. What is the history of the word bay? As in like so so you know you know bay is referred to as, you know, someone's significant other, right? Yeah. But you know how it came to be. 
assume that it's just assume that it's yeah. I would have just assumed it's babe. So this is a thing, right? I've had I've heard two um, competing theories for the origin of the word bay, as you can um, see. I'm definitely into my slang. Um, one being babe, shortened to bay, um, and the other one being mm. it's an acronym for before Ooh. anyone else. Mm. Mm. No. Mm. Okay, not, or, not not chronologically before. Right. Okay. Now I'm as in your before anyone you else, or I put you above before anyone yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Or before. Mm. Yeah. Before all else, or before anyone else. I think that's a reverse engineered acronym. Uh, it's a like backronym someone, is the a word. Goes, by the way, for that for that phenomenon, a backronym. Oh, back. That that's a yeah, good one. A good that one. is a good a one. I, I rate that one. Bang a backronym. <laughs> Cool. It's like it's like if a party had their like name as Banger, like Banger Festival, and then said like, you know, <laughs> breakout artists. Oh my yeah, god, got, you're really we'll struggling. <laughs> I think breakout artists now going <laughs> energetic, really. <laughs> Bang bang. I'm, pretty, bang. I'm pretty impressed by how quickly <laughs> I'm pretty impressed by how quickly you came up with a backronym for banger I mean, the, on the, the fly. The last letter is adds nothing. It's just like a confirmation. Really? It's kind of like little really? pump song, like, okay, huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just confirming. Yeah. So okay, Bay Bay's metrics. So it it was nothing, but it was nothing up until sort of yeah t- early twenty fourteen, and then it absolutely Mate exploded, exploded in twenty fourteen during yeah. that twenty fourteen. And now it's kind of died off yeah. over time a little bit. I mean, no one really uses it that much, do they? No. Compared to Actually, that peak, because you can put multiple things on you, can't you? you? Can compare Bay to what we want to compare compare it to, Fleek. Fleek would be much no, less. Maybe, much less. Lit? maybe uh, lit would be much more. I'd say. I think lit's like, maybe it's just because I use it every second word. Oh, actually, a good comparison. Oh, are they indexing them together? Or I don't know if it's. Are they, like, aggregating it out over time, relative to itself? No, nah, it's relative to itself. Actually, because they peak hundred value yeah. of hundred is peak popularity for the term. Right. Okay. So you can't compare two. You terms, can't really right? compare two terms. You can compare the trends. But <laughs> Rel- related queries for, for for what I'm searching for. Every day we lit. <laughs> <laughs> Every day we lit. Oh. Who is typing that in Google? Man, I'm typing it right <laughs> if now. Every actually day lit we lit. Every day. <laughs> if you're actually lit every hey, day, you're not typing that in Google. There's apparently a song which looks banging called Every Day We Lit, official video. That must have some, that must have some hey, good lyrics in no there. No surprise, Jared. <laughs> There are some repetitive lyrics in the chorus. Every day we lit, oh, yeah. Really? Every day we that... lit, yeah. Every day we lit, yeah. Every day we lit, yeah. That's it. It does that six times. Are the years? Are the years in parentheses or no parentheses? No commas either. Just uh. all in. Hmm. Um, they could do with a bit of hype, man. Yeah, for sure. I'll uh, I'll I'll verify if that one can be added to the Spotify playlist I've got up. Repetitive yeah, we'll, lyric. We need to we'll need to give it a, a review. Reach number thirty three in the Bill um Billboard Hot One Hundred. <laughs> that's quite. That was probably at the peak of lit. You could probably measure when that was, based on the so Google trends of the lit. The song was released on December twenty December sixteenth, two 
2016. Uh, there was a big spike around then. Was it really? 84 on the index. Wow, was lit. there you yeah. go. Well, there you go. We've cracked it. We've solved data analysis. <laughs> lit. Um, but yeah, it's it's so it's not ironic anymore is what it looks like it so we had some early spikes of irony and now it's actually trending becoming part of culture it may even be in a dictionary comment soon with the exact same sentence 100%. it extends past these um slang terms to to other cultural aspects as well like like dancing so dancing oh, i don't want to summarize it by dancing but um it's not really dancing but the dance move oh. the, dad, the classic yeah yeah, absolutely took over the world. And so I think the dab's a really interesting one because of almost how quickly it rose from complete obscurity to cultural force across, like, rap music videos, sports stars were doing it, like, NFL players were doing it in celebrations, NBA players, like, big-time celebrities. And then it jumped the shark <laughs> within weeks, like, almost immediately... And um, I remember the defining moment of when the dab was dead, when um, Hillary Clinton dabbed on on, on Ellen. Uh, can mm. you remember that video? It's really, really hard to watch. Um, and now, of course, we should you know we you should see, find out when that was. Oh, absolutely. And look at the Google trend. Um, absolutely. But um, yeah, dabbing was was definitely one that that again. I, I'm 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 definitely I can I can say again that I was. Um, guilty, a guilty party, <laughs> in that as soon as I found out of the dab, I got I got involved in it. Um, I did it, what I thought was ironically, but uh, if you're really doing something all the time, ironically, but no one else knows you're doing it ironically, does it even matter? <laughs> like, no, aren't you just no. doing it? Aren't you just doing it? <laughs> you're, aren't you're you just, just dabbing? Still... Aren't you part of the problem? <laughs> You're still just actually dabbing. Correct. correct. <laughs> and the the dab yeah. cam on, on all NBA and things yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. We've got a Google trend spike on dab. It just was, it didn't exist until basically early or late 2015. And then it went straight up spike and it's sort of gone down ever since. I think maybe at its lowest point, um, its lowest point oh, does look like around July 2016. So. When was that? Yeah, yeah early awesome. 2016. It was um, huge. Just and now it's kind off. of steadied over, yeah, since then. You had songs like, well, this might be another one for the repetitive lyric, but look at my dab. Oh, yeah, banger. <laughs> Is that Migos? Um, no, I don't think so. There were a few songs like that, which were just from... Um, oh, no, yeah, bang on, right, mate. Look at my dab, parentheses, bleep, dab, close parentheses. <laughs> Is that bleep a, a, a swear word or is that a... Brrr, <laughs> no, a it's, a, it's a swear word. Oh, okay, word. right. Sorry, not Keeping a bleep. PG. But oh my goodness, right, you should okay. see the lyrics to this song, Jared. If this if this is not... How did this... Oh, 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 oh boy. <laughs> there is, how did I, there how did is I some repetition this in this boy. <laughs> that is lit. Fam. Yeah.